0: This is an MVP podcast, My Village Productions.
1: Welcome to Unsolved America, a show where we explore unsolved mysteries throughout the United States. I'm your host, Tiffany.
0: And I'm your host, Andy. And each week, we're going to throw a dart at a map of the United States. And wherever that dart lies, that is where our mystery is. So this week, I landed on Tennessee. Let's investigate. Yeah, buddy. So this is a tale about a Canadian who found himself in Tennessee.
1: <laughs> Which is weird.
0: Yeah. Oh. That's not even the weirdest thing.
1: All right, let's get into it.
0: So, person's name is Blair Adams. He is a he was a 31-year-old Canadian resident who in the summer of 1986 was found dead in a very bizarre crime scene in Knoxville, Tennessee. We're just jumping straight to the fact. He's oh, dead.
1: He's dead. Okay. <laughs> but we don't know who
0: (laughs) the days leading up to his death were just as like bizarre as like the crime scene itself. Hmm. Um, Leading up to uh, July 6th, his mom had noticed that his mood had changed a lot and he was very paranoid and on edge. When, when she asked what was wrong, he stated that he cannot discuss it with her.
1: That's, that's a little weird.
0: Yeah. Um, On July 7th, Blair went to his bank account, to his bank account. (laughs) So he went to his bank and he completely drained his checking account, savings account, and he emptied his safety deposit box.
1: Who needs that much money? What is going on?
0: (laughs) He now had about $6,000 worth of of cash on his person Uh and thousands of more dollars in just jewelry alone. Because he had like gold, silver, platinum, like all this jewelry.
1: Where is he going?
0: Truly. (laughs) So after leaving the bank, he tried to go to the USA-Canadian border. Mm -hmm. And he declared that he had all this money and jewelry on him. And the Border Patrol was like, no, go home. (laughs) Because essentially, being a single white male with nothing but cash on them, they just assumed that he was a drug trafficker.
1: Which obviously, that's what I would assume too.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. So he went home, crashed for the night um on july 8th the next day he shows up to his job and just quits on the spot and demands that he receive his final paycheck
1: what does he need more money for
0: (laughs) girl he's done he's like checking out he's like i'm out Mm -hmm. people are trying to people are after me i guess i don't know
1: oh my gosh
0: so weird um so he then went home and he purchased a round trip ticket to Frankfurt, Germany that was supposed to leave the following day.
1: He was just trying to go to the U.S. and now he's going to Germany.
0: He just wants to get out,
1: a pit? is mean, my
0: impression. Like, he's just like, I need to get away from where I am now.
1: Uh, I wonder what he was into.
0: That's what. Yeah. So after purchasing the ticket, he went over to his friend's house. They were like chilling. they were like having a little kiki. And he was like, girl, somebody's trying to kill me. <laughs> and his friend's like what and then (laughs) and then he was like yeah somebody's trying to kill me uh i need you to help me get into the usa and she's like "Mm, it won't be me i'm so sorry that's shady (laughs) absolutely absolutely i mean i would help you but like we've known each other for like
1: ten. what i won't do is commit something illegal
0: if i knew i was committing a crime probably not (laughs) I mean, would I show up to like hide a body for you? Absolutely.
1: Of course.
0: (laughs) Um, But so she was like, nah, sorry, I really can't help you. This is your problem. Not mine. Right. So next morning, he's supposed to leave for Frankfurt, Germany. Mm -hmm. He decides that's a no. He rents a car from the airport and decides that he's going to try and cross the border into the United States one last time. Okay, so he makes it to the border and he actually makes it into Seattle. Huh. So crosses the border. He's now at (laughs) SeaTac SeaTac returns the rental car and purchases a one way ticket to Washington, D.C.
1: First of all, why is this other Border Patrol person being like, oh, you have this much money and jewelry? He probably had
0: other stuff on him, i assume. Maybe.
1: Maybe he went home and gathered more. Packed an overnight bag. All of that stuff. Okay. I can understand that. But then why to Washington?
0: Washington, D.C. is really, really confusing. So... He had the opportunity to purchase a round-trip ticket for about $300. Mm-hmm. And he said, no, thank you. I want a one-way ticket, which costs $760, I think, roughly, somewhere around there.
1: That's a little bit shady, though. I mean.
0: Yeah. yeah. Even if you don't return, use the return flight, I mean, I would, I would definitely buy the round-trip if it was cheaper.
1: Yeah. That means that you are planning to, I don't know.
0: On that. And see what I would do is because I'm a nice person. So what I would do is I'd buy the round trip ticket and on the returning flight, I would choose the middle seat. So then somebody is blessed with not having to sit with three people in a row. You're welcome.
1: Would you? Would you?
0: I, I take the window seat. This is my seat. Thank <laughs> you so much.
1: <laughs> I mean, it depends. So if you're in that mental state of, True. you know, trying to hide, oh, you are not thinking.
0: Clearly, we are having like a full psychotic break. Like there's no I'm not even like I don't even know psychology that much. Uh-huh. But like this sounds like a psychotic break to me. It like does. He is on the loose. I w- in more ways than one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: So he lands in Washington, D.C. He decides to rent another car from the airport and he drives it straight through without stopping to Knoxville, Tennessee.
1: Uh, uh, questions?
0: Yeah okay first off what car is this because
1: right i mean i don't need to get any gas,
0: <laughs> what gas mileage is this that's great um so he does stop for gas once he gets to knoxville uh-huh. um fills up and then he returns. he goes inside and tells the attendant that he can't get his car to start
1: okay
0: so he ha- the attendant's like oh that's really weird like let me help you out so he hands him the key to the car and the attendant's like he, the tenant quickly realizes like oh this isn't the right key to the car
1: what
0: and so he's like, yeah, like the rental company must have given you the wrong key. I'm so sorry. That's where that's weird, because it's like one. How? How did he drive? I guess if they. um You know, how like some of the older cars, you'd be able to like, you could start your car and then oh. you could remove the key. Oh, yeah. I'm, I wonder if maybe like that. And then they handed him the key the wrong key i don't know
1: but this is after he drove
0: the key the key thing comes back up so let's (laughs) let's proceed so the the attendant's like yo so sorry this was fucked up i get off in a little while i'm a good samaritan i'm gonna drive you to the nearest hotel and so drops him off now the hotel manager notices he like distinctly remembers uh blair because once he was dropped off Blair was seen walking in and out of the lobby like five or six times before actually like going to the counter. Wow. And like checking in.
1: <laughs> oh, I think he might have been like scouting to see if anybody followed him.
0: Girl, I'm getting like chills. This this one actually really kind of creeps me out because mm-hmm. it's just so weird. hmm. So. Back it up. Friends and family in Canada after they found everything out. Right. Mm hmm comes like they they're like we don't know they're like why was he in tennessee yeah of all places like why let alone like why like seattle washington dc like why was his final destination knoxville tennessee and everybody everybody was like we don't know there's no family there there's no friends he doesn't know anybody there like it's literally just the most random place that they could even like fathom that he would just sh- turn up in.
1: I mean, but did he know anybody in Seattle in Washington, D.C. I didn't say.
0: It didn't say. Mm, no. Okay. They they I think they were just focused on that final destination right, right. because it was just so odd like why why did he decide that he was going to stay in Knoxville, Tennessee.
1: Right. Okay.
0: Um and they they even said like, you know, he hadn't even been to the Southern the only time that he had been to the southern part of the United States was when he attended the Olympics, like a few years before. Hmm. So they're like, and it wasn't in Tennessee.
1: That's weird.
0: So they, right off the bat, were like red flags. <clears throat> Blair finally decides to approach the the hotel manager mm-hmm. and proceeds to try to check in. Okay. And he said, the hotel manager was, was saying that it just seemed... He was very on edge, Mm -hmm. constantly looking like around and like behind his back, like as if he was anticipating somebody was going to walk into the lobby for him, like he was waiting for somebody.
1: I know. And that's what made me feel like going in and out of the lobby, like you were saying seven times Mm -hmm. and pacing. He definitely was on the lookout.
0: Yeah. such erratic behavior. Yeah. So weird. So he finally checks in. And instead of going up to his room, he pockets his hotel key and walks out of the hotel and never returns. Okay. 12 hours later, his body ends up in a parking lot that's only a half mile away. Oh, my. Well, it's like a parking lot, but it was like also like a construction site.
1: hmm. Got it. So. <clears throat> well, I mean, did they know where he was between those 12 hours at all?
0: So. yes and no okay the only lead that they have for this case is that several people reported seeing blair at multiple different restaurants throughout the night with an unknown male okay that's the only lead they never found anything else anything That happened like any they have really no like scenario of what happened. They so here's what happened. Here's what we know about Mm -hmm. the crime scene.
1: Okay.
0: He was found naked from the waist down and his pants were inside out as well as his socks. His socks. His socks. So and they said that his pants were removed as if somebody else removed his pants. Mm hmm. It wasn't like somebody like, you know, shimmied out of their jeans. It was yes. like somebody like ripped down oh, wow. on the jeans. But then they said then then there's the question of why were they inside out? Mm-hmm. Um, as well as his socks. That seems very weird. His shirt was ripped open. Hmm. Um, he had defensive wounds on his arms and his hands, and he was sexually assaulted.
1: I mean, I feel like that's probably why the pants and socks were Inside out is somebody did hurt him and then Mm -hmm. probably killed him and then tried to redress him.
0: Yeah, that's that's where that's kind of where I'm leaning as well. I would agree with you on that. But then the other weird thing, um, they they have to kind of take into account like the the possible motive of this was a robbery gone bad because he currently. Let me remind you, never, never went to his hotel room. So he is still walking around with just thousands of dollars of cash and jewelry.
1: Oh, yeah, that is true. (laughs) So
0: scattered all around his body was all of the international currency that he had. He had money from Canada. He had money from Germany and he had um, the U.S. dollar (laughs) as well.
1: Why does he have this much money?
0: That's what we don't know. So I uh, and so in my mind, I'm assuming he he had booked that that trip to Frankfurt, Germany. So mm-hmm. he probably after he went and drained his bank account, he probably went and exchanged it for the currency. Understandable. Absolutely. If I'm going to Germany, I mean, I need German dollars. Of course. I'm shopping. What am I not eating that much? <laughs> Maybe. Sausage and beer. Just. <laughs>
1: <laughs> could be a good some day.
0: pretzels maybe
1: cheese cheese delicious
0: <laughs> delicious cheese pretzels <laughs> I, I do like pretzels mm-hmm. a nice yeasty pretzel
1: mm-hmm.
0: um and his fanny pack full of jewelry was left next to his body
1: so obviously it wasn't for to rob him mm-hmm. of
0: so money my theory is is the money was scattered everywhere because i think somebody probably found his body didn't realize he was dead try was attempting to rob him realized he was dead dropped everything and ran
1: i feel like they're gonna just take the money i mean
0: but not if like i don't know because if if you if you didn't kill that person and you realize that person's dead deuces like i would just leave too i wouldn't want to but my fingerprints are now all over the money
1: that's what i was literally just about to say
0: (laughs) but this is also the 90s did we do a lot of like
1: yeah it was more finger i mean some fingerprinting hmm. But it wasn't in a database, I believe.
0: And the jewelry in the fanny pack, completely untouched. It was still zipped up. It was just laying next to his body.
1: I can understand the robbery aspect. But honestly, with everything being left there, Mm -hmm. that could not have been a motive.
0: Yeah, absolutely not. So remember the key? Yes. The key for his rental car was laying next to his body the correct key what yeah
1: why what
0: oh i told when i tell you this case is so bizarre
1: so did the good samaritan hat switch it out or
0: i don't know so the according to the gas station attendant the key that was given to him what it didn't even match like the make and model of the car, like it was like he was driving a Toyota, and like he handed him a Chevrolet key. Huh,
1: that makes me go back to the gas this gas attendant because he could account anything he wants to.
0: True, the man's dead. Honestly, so. <clears throat> What ended up being the cause of death was a, um, I guess, a strong blow to the stomach, mm. and so this, um, some theories along along this. So Blair was a construction worker back in Canada, mm-hmm. so they believe that maybe if he was having a psychotic break, he felt comfortable at a construction site because that's where he worked day in and day night, like day out, yeah. right? So. They're like, maybe that like was comforting to him. Um, another theory was, you know, if you're if you're parading around the streets of a town, you know, yelling at people for like, why are you following me and stuff? He could have just he he could have just provoked the wrong person. And like that person could have b- beat him up. Truly. Yes. Um that's that's one Theory the sexual assault is What's weird to me so his family did Admit that um Blair had Had sexual relationships with men in the Past hmm so That That makes me wonder <laughs> The sexual assault thing because he was identified With the say with an unknown man At multiple restaurants throughout mm-hmm. The the town or whatever yeah. leading up to his death Um the multiple restaurants thing is weird too because why like isn't like for me like a restaurant thing and it's like it's like a one and done thing like i'm not going to multiple restaurants in one night
1: (laughs) i mean i have done it before but like getting appetizers at each restaurant or getting drinks at each restaurant if they're in close proximity i won't drive across town doing that so it just honestly depends
0: yeah um so back to the construction site so they they the theory is that he he's comfortable at a construction site. He went there, um, maybe was on scaffolding and he fell over and fell onto like a a pile of construction equipment, and that was like the the blow that to his stomach that killed him. Because he also had a laceration on his forehead.
1: Yeah, and I mean that's understandable being on a construction site.
0: But then they were like, if that was the case, why was he naked on a scaffolding in a construction site?
1: Well, maybe him and his friend. We're very adventurous.
0: Getting a little freaky. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's very th- this is a very odd case to me. Um,
1: yeah, there's a lot of detail that just doesn't line up with one another at all. No,
0: I It definitely to me, it sounds like he was in the midst of a psychotic break um, or he was really tangled up in some really fucked up shit back in Canada. Maybe maybe. It was a drug deal gone wrong or they have no they have no suspects. That's what's crazy. They literally don't know any information about what happened that night.
1: I'd be interested to know if they've talked to the gas attendant more because I feel like I'm sorry I'm going this way. But no, no, no. He's the only person that he knew in Tennessee.
0: True. He's at- the well- Only person that he's talked to for a while.
1: Yep. And so he spent time with him in the car to go to the hotel. And, Mm -hmm. you know, he physically did have a key to his car in his hand. Mm -hmm. And who knows? Yeah. But I mean, there's so many possibilities.
0: Absolutely. Just super bizarre.
1: Yeah. Hopefully
0: something comes up. Oh, there was a tuft of hair that was found in his hand.
1: So have they been have they tested that now?
0: They nothing nothing showed up.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: But now they're saying what they should do, and I don't know, I don't know how this works, but I guess um one way that they are able to start solving some of these cases is they are able to submit the DNA to sites like Ancestry.com and 23 Me and like all those other genetic companies or whatever. Yeah, Ancestry.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, they're able to find like people
1: that are related or Mm -hmm. some sort of and find the killers
0: yeah super interesting it would be it'd be interesting to see if they would be able to do that i don't know how long how long does does dna last forever on the hair on a hair follicle
1: i don't know if it i mean if it's big enough Mm mm-hmm and the full amount of the follicle is there instead of just trace amounts.
0: Mm-hmm. And if it was well, preserved, asking, you like Hira?
1: <laughs> well, I mean, if it's preserved well enough. Yeah. And who knows? In the 90s, they probably didn't realize that. So they mm-hmm. could have just thrown it in an envelope instead of a plastic bag or mm-hmm. what have you. But if it's preserved, I think you can still go back because obviously we have pulled DNA from dinosaurs. Mm hmm so
0: they do have a composite sketch of them of the unidentified man um and that is going to be available on our blog for anybody to look at if you you know recognize him he just looks like a dude
1: yeah he a normal dude
0: yeah just just completely normal Thank you for listening to this episode of Unsolved America, hosted by Tiffany and Andy. Make sure to follow us on social media at Unsolved America 303 and subscribe to our show wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been an MVP podcast, my village production.